Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Olive Magazine podcast, Effortless Christmas Series. I'm Janine, Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and each episode we'll be joined by our Olive team experts to explore ways of making your holiday entertaining truly fuss-free. From big day cooking advice to easy edible gifts, as well as cool drinks and cocktail ideas, there'll be plenty of festive tips and tricks to raise your Christmas cooking game. Today, I'm here with author, food writer, and Olive's monthly columnist, Rosie Burkett, who's going to share some of her great entertaining ideas for over the holiday period. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Janine. Happy Christmas. Yeah, you too. I know you're in the midst of a huge house renovation at the moment, so I think a lot of this is going to be wish list rather than reality for this year. absolutely. Currently, the contents of our kitchen is very unfestively spread out across our living room and dining room. Um, So it looks like a kind of junk shop meets um, (laughs) some kind of art installation. It's all very unfestive, but hoping that by the time this podcast goes out, we will have the tree up, the kitchen stuff will be in the cupboards and we'll have some semblance of, of a lovely festive time. Well, let's just let's just go for fantasy, fantasy gathering, basically. Great. So um, I'm all about that right now. (laughs) Um, So starting from the top, what what sort of things can people if you if you've got people coming over, you know, whether it's a small gathering or family, um, what sort of things can we do to kind of set the scene and the ambience? Mm. Um, Well, there are so many lovely things you can do. I think it sounds like an obvious one, but before people get there, take you know, like half an hour or 20 minutes if you're in a rush, just to kind of make sure that you're happy with how things are looking and 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 smelling. Like there are so many gorgeous scented candles. I'm not a huge fan of incense, um, but there are some really lovely scented candles out there. So light a kind of festive candle or if you've got a, you know, if you're doing a fire or you've got a log burner, get that kicking over um and just kind of get things feeling a bit cozy so think about the lighting light some candles maybe dim your usual lighting turn on your festive twinkly candles if you're using those um dot some candles around lanterns those sorts of things we actually um have got a couple of like nice little led kind of they sound that that sounds quite tacky but they're actually really nice kind of wooden ornaments with um some really twinkly led little bulbs in which are quite nice and we're sort of dotting them around um and just kind of give everything a bit of a scan i like to put some um greenery out at this time of year so Mm. some nice eucalyptus 
um, that's always a good one. Um, but if you you might have some dried flowers or some some of those teasels, have you ever used those no. those What's teasels? Teasel? They're teasels. They kind of like they grow and then they're dry. Um, and you find them here by the coast. You find them kind of along the coastal path. They're okay. prickly, and but they look really gorgeous. You can spray them with, um, you can spray them with kind of gold paint or white paint, um, and they they look really nice in a kind of dry arrangement. But you might also be able to get some of those forever flowers, um, oh, yeah. those lovely dried straw flowers and things like that. So just have like a couple of nice bits of either greenery or kind of evergreen or dried flowers out and about and dotted around. Um, think about lighting, think about, you know, what you're going to put on your table and mm. napkins and linens and that sort of thing. Yeah, ta- I, I keep seeing this word tablescaping around, which I've never come across. I, I think it's a, it, until the last couple of years, people started talking about tablescaping and now I guess if you go online, there's great resources, isn't there? Like like Pinterest, yeah, where you can go and just get really envious about somebody else's fantastic table. Absolutely, and there are some fantastic kind of florists and stylists. There's Fiona Leahy, um, who's famous for her beautiful opulent tablescapes um and there's lots of yeah like you say lots of um really really great inspiration on pinterest and instagram um and you can have a go you know like why not i mean what i used to do in the days of our like big christmas parties was we've got a long um urkel dining table and i used to kind of put it up against the wall and uh, fill it with lovely plates and platters of food and then also have you know different heights of lovely flowers or greenery Mm. um, and little stem jars of flowers and that sort of thing. Um, And just have a go at like, you know, building something up that that does look nice, but don't obviously put too much pressure on yourself. I think you're right. Once you get the the light and right in the ambience, it just makes people feel kind of cozy and Christmassy and ready or holiday vibes, you know, ready to sort of celebrate. Let's talk about some kind of the the food and drink scenarios. Um, you said you're a big, a big fan of the pre-mixed jug cocktails. Yeah, I mean, what's not to love about pre-mixed cocktails? Because rather than faffing around when your guests get here, kind of getting everyone a drink, um, something you can do that's like a really good hack is is mix, already mix up a simple cocktail and have it chilling in the fridge so that when they come, I mean, obviously it depends on how many people you, you've got coming over, but if you've got like four or six people or something, um, mm. you know, you can quite easily mix up a, a pre-batched cocktail something simple like a negroni that is is a sort of equal parts cocktail um you know you can just mix up the gin the vermouth the campari um and maybe a little bit of filtered water um because obviously you're going to chill it so you're not going to you're not going to stir it with ice so mm. mix it all up in a bottle um taste it make sure it's to your liking and get it in the fridge you know hours before people are coming and then as soon as they come you can just bust it out and pour it over ice with, you know, a little slice of orange or a little kind of bit of twist of orange zest or even nice. a dehydrated orange, which is something that I like to do at this time of year. Um, and you can do that with Negronis. And um, another one I love is the kind of spicy margarita. So the Picante, which mm. is um, a sort of Soho house thing. Um, and you can you can mix those up as well with, um, you know, your tequila agave syrup, lime juice, a little bit of chili and coriander. 
um, and, and get those nice and chilled down in the fridge. As long as they're really cold, you know, you can serve them over ice when people get there. Yeah, um, sounds and the same for an old fashioned as well. That's another good one because it's simple. So, so think about cocktails that only have a few ingredients that you might normally stir over, over ice, get them into a glass bottle in the fridge. You can get these, mm. you know, you can recycle glass bottles or get these kind of nice glass bottles with corks in. Um, and then you can just bring them, bring them out and offer people a selection <laughs> of cocktails. How fab's that? It's all about the ease as well, isn't it? Yeah. Letting, letting people help themselves too. So you're not constantly just being a waiter. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to kind of like feel that you're just on hand as a caterer at your own gathering you want to be you want to be in there with your friends um you know and pass things around and and yeah get everyone involved another thing I think is quite nice is if you have a vinyl player um or a record player which we do um you know ask everyone before they come to bring a favorite record or a favorite Christmas you know I don't know if people that many people have Christmas records but if you know there are some real Christmas nuts out there and um we've got the Beach Boys album which we always bust out the Beach Boys Christmas album get everyone to bring um a record is always quite nice or maybe if you're emailing before or texting get people to submit ideas for a if you if you're doing a digital playlist on Spotify or whatever get people to submit some of their favorite Christmas songs and also to veto songs that that people really hate because I know that at this time of year some people just get really <laughs> sick of certain tunes yeah. um so yeah I I do that do that with your friends and then you can all feel like you're having a nice party together with you your might f- you might start a bit of a fight though with people trying to get their different records you know prominence possibly the, uh... possibly yeah um I guess it's always a good a good little com- icebreaker as well when people get there the special record out yeah <laughs> you can discuss stick around for more expert host and advice from rosie let's talk about food because i know that you are a huge fan of the um you, you said to me that you're never knownly without crisps and dips tell me about that crisps and dips i mean they're just a classic aren't they for entertaining <laughs> they, they never they never fail I recently even invested in quite a retro, lovely platter with a separate section for the dip and then a big a big bit to put the crisps on. Mm. Um, so yeah, like just I just love crisps and dips. And you can you can do so much with it. You can have several different dips um that people can, you know, pick and choose and then a, li- a lovely variety of crisps as well. And it's just easy. And nowadays there are so, so many gorgeous crisp options. You know, mm. you've got those amazing truffle crisps. You've got really good quality salt and vinegar crisps. Yeah, the gourmet crisp explosion. It's crazy, isn't it, what you can get now? It is, but it's like really helpful because it just elevates it and makes it feel a bit more special, um, which is obviously lovely for this time. Do you make your dips from scratch or do you... Sometimes, it depends how much time we've got. Like I might make one or two and then fall back on some shop-bought versions as well one thing I did recently which was really nice was a kind of whipped ricotta dip um Mm. so very very easy you just get some shop-bought ricotta and whip it up so it gets really fluffy I think I put some lemon zest in there maybe a bit of nutmeg um and then I sizzled some like really lovely thyme some fresh thyme um and put that on top so that the thyme leaves got kind of nice and crispy and just kind of drizzled that on top with a little bit of um like a tiny little bit of white truffle oil 
And then wow. I s- served that with some um, of those Torres truffle crisps, which are just so light yeah. um, and delicious. And that's that's a really good one. Something like that is really easy to do and looks impressive. Mm. Um, and then, you know, if you've got time to make your own hummus, amazing. If you don't, <laughs> you know, toast some pine nuts, throw them on top, put some lovely extra virgin olive oil on top. Um, and think and fall back on things that you might have previously made. Like if you make, if you ever make um, kind of seed and nut mixes, like I like making dukkah um, and having that crumbled on, on top of a lovely hummus or something mm. is really nice. Um, also just sizzling off some seeds. So like sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds. So they go nice mm. and kind of fragrant and golden coriander seeds. Um, and those kind of touches on top of dips is, is always yeah. lovely. Yeah, it, it, I guess it's if you you take the sort of inspiration from the thing that you've got, like, um, you know, you, you can get really good baba ganoush, can't you? And mm. then put sort of um, pomegranate seeds on top of that and olive oil and just kind of add, add that extra little kind of Middle Eastern twist to it. Yeah, exactly. It just, yeah. yeah, I think I think if you if you are serving shop-bought dips, you can go the extra mile on a little bit of garnish. Yeah. Um, put it in a bowl, you know, get it out of the plastic to, um, wrap. Get it out of the plastic. <laughs> and then there's another, there's a really simple one I love, which um, is, is just really easy, but, but it's a kind of, um, it is also quite kind of nostalgic. It's based on the sour cream and onion um, dip. When I was a kid, it was always one that my parents had at their, at their soirees. Okay. Like there was always a sour cream, um and chive and onion dip that I remember because yeah. I used to you know go into the corner with a bowl of it and and eat it um and I did there's a version in my book which is with charred onions so you kind of mm. char- you slice up a load of onions and then you char them um in a pan with some olive oil and a bit of salt and sugar and get them really nice and kind of sweet and soft and charred in places and then you mix them with sour cream um, sorry, you mix them with a little bit of pomegranate molasses just to give them like a lovely kind of acidity mm, and that, that lovely flavour. And then you mix that with um, your sour cream, mayonnaise and chives and put that in the fridge to to mingle and then just get that out beforehand. That's a lovely one. Yeah. I think the main thing is, as, as you said, like, you know, making it easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think things like crisps and dips, are great because they're they're quite substantial you can prep them ahead you can have them ready when people get there um and then obviously I mean homemade sausage rolls are are always nice um Mm. and that's something that you can make ahead again um and that you can customize yourself quite easily um but yeah basically weigh up what kind of time you've got for for this stuff and don't you know don't give yourself a hard time olives are another another go-to olives that you can sort of marinate before um in a jar with feta and lemon zest um and maybe some roasted garlic um but yeah I would just go heavy on like the prep um but also you want there to be abundance so so there's absolutely nothing wrong with using shop-bought things and just kind of finishing them nicely and also sourcing products that are that are lovely and are going to, you know, give people a bit of a treat um, mm. and thinking about where you're getting stuff from. Yeah. And another thing um, I was going to mention that I've seen quite a lot on Instagram is grazing boards because they're fantastic. That's where you can spend a lot of time literally arranging stuff you've bought. Yeah. <laughs> <on> yeah. A- <laughs> 
And then, um, and then people come in and they're like, wow. So not just like cheese, but you know, charcuterie and figs and sort yeah. of olives, as you've said. And they just look so stunning. Totally. They, they, they absolutely look great. Um, obviously, you know, you can, you can go all out and do your own kind of crispy roast potatoes on there or, um, you know, you could bake a big, beautiful camembert or something or, um, you know, make your, make a couple of elements yourself. But like you say, you could also just buy a load of really nice stuff and put, arrange it beautifully on a board. Um, mm. I think having, yeah, having boards and platters to hand um, yeah. and lovely fruit, like figs always look beautiful. Figs and bunches of grapes, h- pomegranates that you can split in half and kind of put down the table always mm. look beautiful as well. Um, so there's lots of things you can do, tangerines and clementines with their leaves on, um, just having those dotted around because they're so, they're so nice. And the minute someone cracks into one of those, the room suddenly smells like Christmas yeah, as well. it's Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Completely. Yeah. And also the, um, talking about small gatherings, I know the ultimate cheat, and I know you're, you're a big fan of them, is, um, the, the boom industry of lockdown, which was restaurant meal kits. Um, did you do a yes. lot of those? Um, we, we did do quite a lot of that last year, um, because we just moved out of London and, um, it was, it was just amazing to be able to get these kits, um, from some of our favorite London restaurants, um, you know, when obviously we weren't able to visit them, um, during the pandemic. So yeah, the restaurant kits are really, really great. And the dispatch, um, has some amazing menus. Actually, we just did a, a really good celebratory menu from Jose Pizarro, um, which was like a Spanish seafood feast. And that was, that was such a treat. That was amazing. Um, yeah. And they're great. There's, there's a Asma Khan, um, does a really fantastic biryani restaurant kit that you can get, um, which is just like such a good, that one regularly sells out, doesn't it? As soon as she puts it up online. Yeah, it does. And we managed to get one, um, earlier in the year. And that, that strikes me as a really amazing thing. If you bought a couple of those, uh, you know, and had those for people coming over, there's because there's so there's so much food and they're so delicious and they really are like a kind of fe- you know it could be such a festive centerpiece having cracking out a couple of those biryanis and you literally just warm them up in the oven they're so simple mm. so things like that are really lovely. Yeah, I think the main thing about it is um, that you're not spending a lot of time tying yourself up in knots trying to make perfect food. You're actually going to spend time with people rather than you know cooking. I completely agree. I think, you know, gone are the days where we're, where we're just, we have time to do all of that. And especially since we've not been able to see friends and family half as much as we would have liked to over these last couple of years, you know, take shortcuts, make life easy for yourself, do things in advance, put a bit of love into it when you're serving things up, you know, and, and, and go easy on yourself, like you say, because you want to be, you don't want to be stressed. You want to be having a lovely time. Yeah. Well, there's loads of great tips there, Rosie. And um, I think if people take notice of them, they'll have a really lovely gathering and a lovely Christmas. Oh, um, thanks for I coming to so. chat to us today, Rosie. It's really great to see you. Oh, it's such a pleasure. And I hope, yeah, I just hope everyone out there has a lovely Christmas and a safe Christmas. And yeah, enjoy those pre-mixed cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
That was the Olive Magazine podcast. For more information on things we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue of over 250 episodes, head to olivemagazine.com.